0: You are now listening to wave a sound. Welcome to episode 82 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we aren't your preferred platform, let us know we'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members only subscription tier on versusmikehistory.com.
1: There are many aspects to my personality that you can explore, I think, uh, very uh, constructively but you sit here and ask me such one-dimensional questions about a very tiny area of our lives. You ask me questions that fall continually within the negro-ness of my life. You ask me questions that pertain to the narrow scope of the summer riots. I am artist, man, American, contemporary, I am an awful lot of things, so I wish you would uh, pay me the respect due and not simply ask me about those things.
0: Peace family, welcome to another episode of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History, and this year I want to switch it up a little bit. So, I have a guest on the podcast. Um, I have Sam in the building. Sam, what's going on? What's
2: up? (laughs) Thank you for having me. No problem. Super excited to be here.
0: So, like I said, um, I wanted to switch it up a little bit and have a guest on the podcast, uh, every now and then just to kind of take uh, them along the journey that we do in terms of shout outs and uh, weekly updates and what's going on in music and television and everything like that. So, um, we're going to go ahead and start with how's everything in your life going and, uh, you know, letting the listeners know who you are a little bit.
2: Well, I have, well, please stop start over. <laughs> um, well, hello everyone. My name is Samantha Sade. Um, I'm based in Brooklyn. I've um, been in the podcast world for a few years. Um, I have a background in uh, communications and broadcasting and radio specifically. Um, and uh, I'm just out here producing content just like everybody else's these days, you know, <laughs> I'm just one of them. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been recovering from COVID. I ended the year um, 21 with COVID, battling that. And I'm just now on the back end of the recovery there. So please be safe out there. Protect yourself. I know how everybody really wants to just go back to the regular norm. But we got to be conscious of what we're doing, how we're keeping our body healthy, and and the people around us that we love healthy, too. So stay protected, stay masked up, um, get boosted if you're not already all that good stuff um thank you for that that's pretty much
0: me well welcome to the show once again and um usually I get started by talking to the listeners directly about you know just life and everything like that so thank you for giving them a little update on yourself um for me like I'm just moved into a new apartment like um I feel good about the new year like I'm really uh focused and zoned in on like really making uh really achieving my goals and being as successful as as I can be and um you know I just want to be as strategic as possible with you know my life moving forward like I'm about to uh I just turned 28 in August so like I'm on my 29th year right now like hey. and you know <laughs> you, you saying saying like you you, you know it's creeping up like the big 30. Uh, and, you know, I just want to be um, intentional and meaningful with everything that I do. And, uh, you know, I just feel good. So I want to keep that, keep that feeling going, keep that momentum going.
2: Yeah, the the last few years of your 20s are super, super important. Um, and they really do help you like set a tone for your 30s. Um, sadly, I spent my last two years of my 20s in a pandemic. <laughs> And I turned thirty in the pandemic, so mm-hmm. like being frazzled and and it's just not the way to go, like having to rebuild and restructure, and it's scary to do it in the middle of a pandemic. but I know everybody who's going through that right now got it, and you know you'll you'll do well. Mm-hmm. You setting the tone right now i feel I feel the vibe, I feel the essence. thank <laughs> you. I
0: appreciate that um so in terms of the new year, what are some goals that you have?
2: um for uh, me right uh, now. Yeah definitely is more so, uh, internal stuff, you know, definitely healing for some past trauma, I guess you want to say, um, mm-hmm. um, working on myself physically, mentally, um, and really just rebuilding from being out of work. You know, I was one of those people that was unemployed for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so working on some financial goals, I'm happy to say that I'm back working and a full-time job and I got, the luxury of working from home, so I can work on my health while I work on my finance, finances. So I don't have to worry about being exposed twenty four seven. Just internally, like wanting to read more books, being more conscious of like the media that I intake um, is super important for me. Um, and uh, spending a little less time scrolling on TikTok is one of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) one of those resolutions it's hard to not because like tiktok is so funny and so um the algorithm is so on point at -hmm. times so i feel like with me being a solo person i live alone um i don't see my friends that often because everyone has moved to different parts of the world um so like i scroll on tiktok and i'm like all right it's comfortable yeah Yeah, it's a comfortable spot it's a i get into a comfortable groove when i'm scrolling Mm -hmm. um but I'm trying to limit my time on screen and, um, do more, uh, time with myself this year.
0: Word. Yeah. I definitely want to, um, not, I definitely want to use my phone less, but I think more, what I'm more focused on is, uh, like kind of retracting my, myself from, uh, social media. Like, Um, I understand that there's a level of presence that you that is required for you to be like present and to run a brand and market and things like that. But I just feel like um, as a society, we've gotten to a place where social media consumes so much of our personal lives Mm
1: -hmm. that like
0: I just I just want to be able to build a very firm, restricted wall between like what's extremely personal and what I actually want people to see um And that's like outside of like the podcast stuff and everything that I put out here, because this is where I want to be um transparent. But I'm talking about like on term in terms of like personal social media use and things like that, and making sure that like I'm just not all willy nilly with personal information and things like that. I just, you know, cybersecurity and all like yeah. razzle dazzle. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't yeah, know, I, get, I I get paranoid.
2: <laughs> uh, and even outside of like cybersecurity, just like how people communicate with each other online like Mm -hmm. the way that especially on twitter specifically like how people react to other people's thoughts Mm -hmm. as if they know the person right and so there's always like this dragging nature and like people are so quick to be quick with the one-liners and you're like you don't know this person like think before you actually decide to communicate or to respond to something that you could just easily scroll past and me i'm not (laughs) if you know me on twitter (laughs) i'm not one to like hold back like i tweet Mm -hmm. about anything because i've been on the internet for such a long time right um like basically the beginning of twitter essentially um So I'm comfortable with just tweeting away. Like, I really don't think twice or whatever. If Mm -hmm. you get the joke, you got the joke. If you a little too sensitive, guess what? I'm sorry. Like, you know, keep it pushing. (laughs) 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 Um, But I also understand the running the brand portion, um, you know, uh, with a podcast that I had uh, just trying to separate the two. But that was just my personality. And people, sometimes they are drawn to that and they accept it and they enjoy it other people who just don't know and they're like scrolling past your name and you get retweeted randomly by thousands Mm. of people now they feel like they have input on you and they don't really even know you so like i understand that wanting to Mm. like dial back a little bit
0: and even like taking it a step further with people who like get into those small interactions and then like they have a small uh knowledge set or background in hacking and they want to hack your whole life
1: Mm -mm. over some
0: over some small argument like and i remember i was just watching, like, some A&E show. I think I was watching an uh, A&E uh, show with my dad uh, about this guy who just, he started, he, like, fell in love with swatting. Like, and uh, if you don't know, swatting is, like, when you call the, like, when you call a swat team on somebody you're playing video games with online, which is insane. Um, and he just, like, f- he, he like, fell in love with it. Like, he kept doing it. He, like, he did it to people. He did it to school. He did it to hospitals. Like, he did it to news uh, news stations. Like, um and he ended up getting somebody killed and that's that's really what like would um what stopped him but um yeah so like stuff like that is like super is like super people scary people
2: unhinged
0: yeah like and like <laughs> the knowledge of the internet is is so public that like you can gain that skill set at any point in your life and um for me i just want to be protected because like anybody you can get beef for anybody on the internet like it's not even like it's not real life where like something really something has to happen like and on the internet nothing has to happen somebody can just be like I I don't like the way this person this person has a lot of followers I don't like this way. this person's profile picture looks I don't like
2: yeah like like, I've been in scenarios like I've been in scenarios where I've tweeted something and someone who had like thousands of you know like Half a million followers like retweeted it was like a smart remark and I'm like, you don't know me and you don't know the tense that I'm speaking in. Like you okay. don't have to you don't have to retweet it so that you can get your minions to like attack me now. So I just mute and block. Like I don't argue back and forth online because I know how people are like they literally will drag something just so that they can build their name because
1: mm-hmm.
2: they know they have a following that would just like blindly agree with everything that they got going on. So I don't deal with that. I will mute you. I will black you. you can argue with yourself. Because I don't got nothing else to say. Like, mm-hmm. no, we're not doing that.
1: Right.
0: All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and pivot. So usually I try to start the episode, even though we are well into the episode now, uh, with shout outs. So I wanted to know if you had any shout-outs you wanted to give to anybody, any love you wanted to spread.
2: I try to keep um, it.
0: I try to keep keep it high on positivity.
2: Um I just want to shout out everybody um right now who's surviving this pandemic. Truthfully, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you guys are doing it. Everyone that's you know protecting their health and protecting their families and just the general public's health doing their part. I got respect for y'all. Um obviously stay educated, you know, make the best decision for yourself, but um i appreciate those who are taking it seriously and really want to get us back into a space where we can live our lives comfortably um and uh yeah that's the only people that i want to shout out right now because um it's a hard time and if they don't feel what they're doing is being appreciated i i appreciate y'all
0: um yeah i wanted to give a shout out to um educators and healthcare workers because Mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like right now particularly is um a time where like those professions are being asked a lot and not being um you know given given much in return and just because of the nature of their work and how it's supposed to be something that you're passionate about um from a from a moral standpoint and i feel like that's like uh weaponized So I just wanted to give a shout out to them because, um, you know, it's important that, you know, they feel like their work is important, like you said, and it's important that they feel like they know their work is important. You know, like they don't feel like it's something that they have to slack on or something that is not necessary because it is extremely necessary and we appreciate everything that they do
2: yeah they are super valued at this even before this time but even more during this time because i know they have so much going up against them you know in terms of like um dealing with cdc regulations making choices Mm -hmm. for personal choices that impact their financial um uh abilities so it's not it's not an easy situation right now
0: right all right so i want to get into some news topics um I want to start with an interesting um article that i found on black enterprise about this black woman who was fired from google because she founded her own firm that's um you know building ai that's intended on uh helping disproportionate black people so i want to read this article real quick um timnit uh timnit gerbu an ethiopian with Uh, Eritrean heritage was leading artificial intelligence, computer scientist. uh, leading, excuse me, this is a mouthful, excuse me y'all. Tamejabu, an Ethiopian with Eritrean heritage was a leading artificial intelligence, computer scientist until she was fired from Google. Recently, she launched her firm that was awarded $3.7 million in funding from, from the MacArthur Foundation, Ford Foundation, Kapoor Center, Open Society, foundation and rockefeller foundation her company is an independent artificial intelligence research institute that will concentrate on harmful outcomes technology has on marginalized groups who encounter inordinate effects from ai structures but lack the access to govern its development as reported by the washington post um i found that article and i thought it was interesting because uh it's really important that we uh, take the time to focus on the effects of AI and disproportionate neighborhoods because those neighborhoods have absolutely no impact on how that technology is developed and it just um, is freely deployed into their neighborhoods and you know um, if we just take the time to focus on that and how and the little stories that have popped up and made um, some noise then um, it's recognizable that this is an issue that needs to be focused on. And I just wonder how um her firing from Google ties into her starting this found um starting this firm and everything like that. Because I know we was talking off mic about um Google's hiring process um relating to black people and how it's been iffy. Yeah,
2: um there's been some reports that the hiring process for Google um they'll act. Ask- more difficult questions in comparison to the questions um, given to non-Black candidates. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's a little bit more difficult for um, Black and uh, POC candidates to get into Google based on those. Um, And we have, you know, sites like Glassdoor Indeed that sort of give you a little bit more insight on the interview process and that sort of thing. So you can kind of go and research and see if there is a little bit of a difference. Uh, But I think it's interesting that there is this type of intelligence that's being deployed in neighborhoods that aren't being informed, number one, that is being deployed in their neighborhoods. Um, They don't know the exact nature of these um, pieces of intelligence intelligence that's being deployed in their neighborhood and and the reasons why they're there. Um, And so I think what she is doing is important to look into those things and make sure that um, those neighborhoods are not being i guess abused in that sense right. with technology yeah.
0: um because at the, si- ver- at the very least we should be uh we should have access to the data and i Correct. think that's i think that that's like the ground level
2: and there are so many things happening behind the scenes of course we already know that like we already tapped in like no matter how much you try to protect yourself online like a lot of our data is already being taken from us and being used yeah. um, uh, towards the advertising to, to us and stuff like that. So I feel like that's a little bit intrusive to have technology now
1: <laughs> outside
2: right. of like your apartment, your house, just like, what are you doing? Like, what is this for? Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, I also have here that the three men that were uh, convicted of killing Ahmad Arbery have been sentenced to life in prison. And I'm getting this from Blavity News. So Travis McMichael and his father, Gregory McMichael, as well as their neighbor, neighbor William Rody Bryan, who who were all convicted of killing Ahmad Arbery, were each sentenced to life in prison. BBC reports. Bryan was given the possibility to see parole in 30 years. So uh, goodbye, good riddance. and. Yeah sayonara to those guys um that story really is just heartbreaking just because you know that was just a kid just taking a run in the neighborhood like
2: yeah that like did what not the hell like,
0: like it didn't have to happen like there it, it was like he didn't do anything it wasn't provoked by anything like everybody could have just continued to mind their business and went about their day but now a, a black man is dead and three white men are in prison
2: yeah and it's just it's like life. it's hard to like celebrate people going to jail exactly. over the loss of a life like yeah happy justice preserved but like again that that did not have to happen and mm-hmm. I don't know I don't want to feel numb to those um, stories because those are real life people and they have family mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. love and miss them um, but it just sucks to like have that anxiousness of like watching a judgment go down and feel like yeah we're not going to get justice but then be surprised that we actually get it <laughs> um yeah I feel like the last two major cases where um folks were convicted um sort of I hope is the turn in the tide and like justice actually being served where people are being killed um senseless, senselessly uh, without reason um yeah, bye to them motherfuckers. I don't care. <laughs> 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 to keep it real frank with you. Uh-huh. Um yeah. <laughs> well,
0: moving on to uh, a lighter topic, uh, I have here from Shadow and Act that Judge Steve Harvey. Yes, you heard that right. Judge Steve Harvey premiere features woman who use brothers' funeral money on a BBL. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I know this is <laughs> I know this article is ridiculous. <laughs> this article's headline is ridiculous, but I just had to read it. So in the new ABC primetime courtroom comedy series, real life people with real life conflicts will present their case in his courtroom, ranging from family disputes, unpaid bets, sour friendships, everything in between. With the help of Nancy, his trusted bailiff by trade, Steve plays plays by his own rules, basing his courtroom on his own life experiences and some good old common sense sisters daphne springs and tiffany brooks went to harvey's non-legal court to hash out a domestic issue i like her how brothers. they say non-legal though <laughs> right 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 <laughs> uh Springs said that she wrote a check of six thousand dollars to brooks to pay for her brother's funeral but brooks used the money on a brazilian butt lift and liposuction i think that's all i read because uh, <laughs> uh first of all first of all shout out to steve harvey for securing a bag uh he's
2: never without a bag are
0: you never without never without um and yeah this story about a funeral money for a bbl is like it's just ridiculous and i (laughs) i I just i kind of just wanted to read the headline the story even you don't need to even hear anything else because like what what
2: was the (laughs) thought like the thought process behind that though like taking Mm -hmm. funeral money for a procedure that may end up you needing a funeral yourself. Like, I just don't. <laughs> like, right, right what?
0: You know, you gotta do it for the gram. Anything for the gram these days.
2: Like the ghost of her brother is gonna be looking at her reflection, like, girl, you look you did that. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't get the service I needed, but <laughs> you right. did that, you look good. Like,
0: <laughs> okay, so um let's get into word of mouth i just wanted to address some legends that we have recently lost we lost betty white she passed away at 99 right before the new year and we recently just lost sydney portier he passed away at 94 and that man was an absolute legend um yeah So much to so much to say, but um, you know, I'll let his legacy speak for itself. And if you don't know who he is, then go do the work, go do the research. Um
2: both of those individuals actually um iconic on the film on TV. mm -hmm. Um it's sad. Like I hate just seeing the elders go. Like I know it's like you can't escape it. Um, it's just like dang, like you want to be sad, but they did live a long life. Like it was bound to
0: happen at one point um so and like i've gotten to this place i don't know if this sounds weird but i've gotten to this place where i'm like we we're in such a transitional uh era where we're like losing all of these legendary people and i just feel like this is the time where people are supposed to be cementing their like like the people who are supposed to be stepping up should be stepping up to to be cementing their legacy like It's time for new legends to be born Mm -hmm. and people to be new, new art to be emerged and things like that. Like Harlem Renaissance was a hundred years ago. You see what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. I just, I think, I think about stuff like that. And I think like, you know what, like it's time for progression. It's time for things to move on. It's time for things to elevate. And, you know, um, with all, with all of this loss that we've had recently, I just feel like it's, it's time for us to. Step into step in to their shoes and you know, fill try to fill those shoes as best as we can.
2: Yeah, we need more of those roles being mm-hmm. uh written and presented so that we can get those actors into that position of like, all right, you're a legend. Like right, you're about right, to be right. stamped as a legend. We can't exactly. just hold on to Denzel now. Like exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Denzel is getting gray, you know. You right. can't hold on to him forever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm yeah yeah
0: and uh yeah, um, I know you wanted to talk about the the fresh and fit podcast a bit just because uh it was all over the the interwebs and the the, the twitter Twitter timelines and all of that.
2: yeah I can see my face right now <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> well, obviously, I mean by now everyone knows um of the viral clips from that particular podcast and Um, their choice of words talking about uh, specifically black women Um, but in general I just want to say as a broadcasting um, graduate and I have a degree (laughs) um, (laughs) centered around radio specifically um, I am not a fan of the podcast with more than two mics three okay you have a guest Mm -hmm. you know but I see when I there's a in general podcasts it started out as a form of programming that was just for audio Mm -hmm. over time that's grown into a visual thing where now you're posting videos of your podcast on youtube vimeo whatever Mm -hmm. so the visual aspect is now being intertwined in this so you have a lot of podcasters who are bringing on people who really i'm not gonna say not have no substance in what they got to say but like the conversations and the guests, um, are just not quality, um, anymore. Also the fact that when I see a a screen or a video and I see that there's like 18 microphones, Mm
1: -hmm. how does
2: that make sense for a podcast when it's supposed to be the audio is the focal point? How am I supposed to listen to this and know who the fuck is speaking? Number one, who's the fucking host? Number two, (laughs) when you got, 16 mics in a room like how is that even possible with the feedback and all the other stuff like that's just that just triggers me when I see that
0: and just to cut in real quick yo a lot of these podcasts if you've removed the video it would be a shit show it would be a shit show you, you wouldn't know what you were would, you wouldn't know what you were listening to y'all lean so heavily into the video that it's not it's not even a podcast anymore like and I don't know if it's the intention to to for people to start with a podcast and you know enter the YouTube community. I'm sure that that's that has its benefits, but um it's lazy. It's lazy it's very- and is it, lazy and like it it shows. It shows.
2: Yeah. Um I think the focus is on the video aspect for sure, because they know that's the easier way to get streams. Um mm-hmm when you see all the commotion and the ruckus going on and I feel like if you need to have 15 guests on at, on an episode whatever you're talking about is not of quality if you need to have 15 people put an input so that you can have a conversation um that's that's that just triggers me as just a purist <laughs> in terms of podcasting um and just broadcast in general like you would never go onto a radio show or listen to a radio program and hear 18 people on a mic at once like That doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Also, the type of genre that the Fit and Fresh podcast is, I just don't enjoy content like that. I feel like there's so much more vital information and um, podcasting themes that is just underrepresented and not getting the spotlight. And like the negativity always ends up getting these type of programs to shine. And I just don't want to listen to a podcast that's centered around bashing women um and then hiding it underneath the the title of like oh it's a preference like no like that's just pure hate at this point like
0: and it's like it and the the stigma that they bring to the to the profession is is embarrassing like like being a black male podcaster is like being a black male rapper uh like an up-and-coming black male rapper minus the talent basically like like that's basically what is looked at like you you're doing everything except like like coming to the table with talent to make money like you're just talking now you're just now you're just talking about disrespecting black women like you're not even singing about it like or harmonizing about it like you should just, <laughs> just no tune just 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 vibes just thoughts just philosophy like
2: <laughs> like i i i also just like I, I blame like the Darren Jacks or whatever, Derek Jackson, the um, Kevin Samuels, like that genre of like YouTube podcasting mm-hmm. is just, I don't get it. Like, I just really don't get it. And I think also too, when we come to the realization that personal relationships impact people in different ways mm-hmm. and how we react to certain scenarios is based on Ideologies that are basically based through trauma, Mm -hmm. truthfully, like that whole man at the household shit, women in the kitchen shit. You know, my girl's supposed to do this. My man, like, once we realize that those personal choices are a reflection of like trauma that people either experience or trauma that's been passed down to them, like, we can be freed from these having these people, especially men, set up microphones to talk to each other about that when they really need to talk to a therapist. Like, I just, (laughs) we will be free. (laughs) We will be free. I hope one day we can be freed from that because I just don't want to hear it. Like, I really, there's so much, much more things that we could be talking about that will get me, will get my juices flowing, (laughs) you know, and I can be inspired by than that. Like, I just, I'm over it. Go to Jerry Springer yeah. with that shit. Go to yeah. Maury with it. You know, I'm just I'm over it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. Like, like even with my podcast, like I I struggle with programming sometimes because like some of the some of the things that I talk about, I don't always want to talk about. But at the same time, I'm not about to succumb to like speaking about bullshit topics and gender wars and you know like like feeding into what will get the the best the, or the, the fastest turnaround in terms of listeners and audience and things like that because like that's really all it comes down to it's not even necessarily that people want to talk about that stuff it's just that that's what people want that, that's what they think people want to hear so yeah. they continuously talk about it over and, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and like they sound like a broken record and you create a horrible stigma stigma for yourself so
2: yeah and um, i'm also just like talking about hot topics in general can end up um, causing like a program to spiral Um, Mm. because those hot topics, they repeat the same um, conversation over and over again too. Eventually you'll see yourself talking about the same issue over and over again. So Mm. I think it is if you are planning to produce a program, whether it's YouTube or um, just audio based like a podcast, um, really think of a niche that will cater to things that you actually care about, And if the numbers aren't going to be there because you feel like no one's going to really want to hear about a crime podcast while I explain ingredients on how to bake a cake, you know, (laughs) that sort of thing, like, you know, you just have to have confidence in what it is that you're interested about. There are people there that will love that type of content. You just have to make sure that um, you're presenting it in a way that is interesting and that, you actually enjoy doing it versus just like, okay, I'm just going to hop on here and, you know, do what everybody else is doing because that's what gets the views. Um, And a lot of people, they use podcasts to leverage them into a different sphere of like celebrity. And I feel like that's what those guys really want. Cause that one guy um, he's like gone viral on TikTok before spewing bullshit nonsense. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just think that's just what he likes to do
0: the yeah. controversy at this point yeah yeah he he. yeah some people just some people don't care whether it's negative or positive they just love that they get getting the attention in the first place because they know that it's people going that that there's people that are going to hit them up just because they saw them on their screen that's sad <laughs> that's, Very. that's not that is not why podcasts at all like uh yeah it's yeah it's just it's just disappointing to think about altogether
2: yeah like why did you start podcasting let me ask that so that people well, know
0: well i i got into podcasting because um i legitimately was started listening to podcasts um like i started listening to the read i started listening to joe button podcast i started listening to um earn your leisure uh and this is like years ago like 2019 2018 2017 like uh really you say that
2: like it was 2005 this
0: was years ago like yeah no no right but like I I feel like I feel like from from my perspective when I discovered podcasting it just wasn't something that was like as nearly as mainstream as it is today Mm -hmm. I was looking around and I was like yo this is like something that people are making money with and I hadn't really found the communities that had already had access to that knowledge yet so I knew that I wanted to get into this field somehow. So I started, um, I wanted to like get into producing podcasts before like starting my own. So I um, looked out, looked out a couple of different shows and I was like, hey, like I'm trying to start this network, yada, 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 work together, everybody come together and, you know, cross promote and things like that. Then I started my own show uh, with my homegirl that ran for like 10 episodes and then died uh and then you know the two other shows on the network those also failed uh or ended rather I won't say failed um and then I was like you know what I'm gonna start my own podcast and I'm just gonna focus all of my my previous knowledge of like media production which is like photography videography graphic design just gonna focus all of that into the podcast because um all of those key knowledge sets that I had gained over the years uh growing up, like I could apply to one thing. And that was something that I was always looking, looking to do. And um mm-hmm. I wasn't really big on uh talking on the mic and things like that, or like, or even bringing attention to myself rather. Um But I just was like, you know what, this is something that like, I can do. I know I, for a fact, I can do this. So I was like, I'm just gonna put my focus into creating the best product that I possibly can and that's what I've been doing for the past few years.
2: And you've been doing it.
0: So <laughs> keep going. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Please don't be distracted by the nonsense that's mm-hmm. getting the streams and the views because truthfully the pure content, the content that's being created with uh integrity that's going to stand the test of time truthfully.
0: Right. And like I mean the 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 truth is, is that versus My History isn't meant to just be a podcast. Anyway, it's gonna branch out to other form of different industries and things like that. So, um, I'm I may not even be podcasting, but versus my History will definitely be around, and it will have started as a podcast. So, um, I think that that in itself is is a meaningful thing because like um, this is definitely an industry that uh, you can get into with low overhead and propel yourself into you know, a career where, you know, you can feed yourself, feed your family and things of that nature. And, you know, I really believe in industries that like, where you can really build yourself up, like, and it doesn't really take some large institution behind you to, you know, get you there. Cause like, that's like music industry stuff. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to leave that behind, leave that in the past. Like everybody needs to have the tools to be able to build themselves up. Like they shouldn't have to rely on somebody else to come throw some money at them truthfully
2: and i've noticed over the last couple of years when those large institutions like apple spotify um introduced like pro- podcasting programs to like help boost smaller content creators mm-hmm. um when you read the fine print of those contracts for like those camps and stuff they want
0: they to want everything. you
2: to present the program and they literally own it like (laughs) they want to own your ideas and so i've always shied away from that because i've had people dm me like the same link a million times like oh sam like you and your crew should definitely sign up for this like y'all podcast is dope blah 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 like and i'm like yeah thank you but nah like Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. good like why am i going to spend my time pitching my idea to a company that's going to just take my idea and give it to um a celebrity's you know random family member because they have that connection to someone that we know right they'll right. present it that that way the idea mm-hmm. that way um mm-hmm. um yeah
0: cuz that's that's all that's all corporate is anyways like you find a good idea and you apply it to something that already works like you don't like you usually not are you, people aren't usually using a new idea to build something new up they're using a new idea to build like to uh reestablish something that's already around you know and um i see that a lot like but yeah um that's pretty much it in terms of word of mouth like we got over we talked about fit and fresh we talked about legends and that's pretty much it in terms of new music i just want to go over some new music that came out over the weekend so gonna dropped ds4 ds4 ever rather um i don't know if you heard it but i mean
2: I've heard bits and pieces. I have to dive into Gunna. Um, I personally, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be honest and frank with you. <laughs> I mm. personally listened to Gunna maybe two songs, and the main one was Heat with Chris Brown. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. Um, no wow. tea, no
2: shade, but like... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have to get into dana I feel like he is a a good um, I guess, predecessor to Thug, mm-hmm. but um, or successor, I should say, to Thug. Um, but I have to wait and see. I have to wait and see. I do love his fashions though. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful gowns. <laughs> yeah, beautiful gowns.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um it just features a, a couple people, young thug, Kodak Black. Lil Baby, Gerbo, uh, Young Blue, Future, and uh, Roddy Rich. Where is that? Hang on a sec. Uh, yeah, what else? Oh, The Weeknd also dropped, Dawn FM. I have not gotten to listen to that because I'm going to be quite honest. I put it on, and I just didn't like how. I didn't like what I I didn't I didn't like what I heard in the first five seconds. Sonically. I was
2: screaming no, but like weekend. First of all, like I'm just over him cosplaying. Like, what are we doing? Like, I know there's like a story behind each project, mm-hmm. but um, I think that sort of like
0: I appreciate the effort.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't I, get me, it, it, but I appreciate it causes me to just not want to listen. Like, I just mm-hmm. like I don't want to. No, like I mm-hmm. I get the essence. Like, there's a character we have to follow this character along but um I just think it's a gimmick at this yeah
0: point. yeah I think that um like it, it's it's kind of this I I feel like we're in this era where like people who don't have good ideas have access to great artists <laughs> so <laughs> so <Truth>. like <laughs> so like there so like somebody will present a bad idea to a great artist and an artist who a great artist is going to do what they can with that like you know even freestyle you know and hopefully the artist will like it and i feel like we get a lot of that like i feel like that is like we've been living in that for like 10 years at least
2: like
0: like, uh like that was like i feel like that is the the, like a summary of like what the 2010s were
2: yeah like i'm just over the the gimmicks like i don't know like
0: like art has to mean stuff again like we can't just keep we can't we be living in this bubble of like our art not meaning anything like people just releasing music that has the lyrics don't mean anything like and not even and it's not even like an attack on like mumble rap or anything like that because we're past that conversation it's more so like yo like like artists have to sit down and explain things again like like y'all can't yeah. just i can like like, it's like not, we need like,
2: the it's liner not notes like yeah like need... it's not
0: fair that y'all could just put stuff out and just be like you know the vibes Emo- <laughs> se- se- with 17 emojis like no like use your words <laughs> like enunciate and explain like <laughs>
2: yeah like i missed the era where you would get a cd and there was like an extra cd with like a dvd like a dvd attached mm-hmm. like if you or like the two-in-one where it's a cd but if you put it in a cd-rom mm-hmm. on your computer there was like video content and you gotta see like behind the scenes or like you get the essence of what the project it really was um and i guess like the weekend is trying to do that with like these themed out projects with these characters and like these fleshed out videos and like you like if you watch them all back to back like there's a story I understand that but like I'm just over him wearing prosthetics. (laughs) Like, and it's like,
0: and it's like, you don't do enough press. You don't do enough press for people to know, like, to for people, like, use, like, like,
2: like him showing up to a Hollywood party in the costume. Okay, like, that's cute, but like, for the real people that's listening to your no
0: perform perform a a show in in prosthetics, like a a Hollywood show. Like, who cares? Like, I don't care. Not
2: even a show. Going to a Hollywood party. Maybe I'm I'm just like pictures are being posted on Shave room it's just like confusion it's just like what's going on like mm. i i don't know like i've i've definitely enjoyed weekend um in his earlier days um something I, even with the last project like i just something just was just like i'm not interested even though there was effort he definitely put some effort behind his last release it's just um i'm just it was just not oh it's yeah. just
0: so it's just so crazy to me that he would he would folk like that when he came out, he was so, like, anti-image. Like, I don't want people to see who I am. And now it's, like, the complete opposite of that.
2: Very much and, so. And,
0: and it's, it's very it's very off-putting because it's, like, like you don't even talk. Like, people barely know how you sound. People barely know how your regular voice sounds. But, like, you want to be, like, this figure of, like, I don't know, like, this entertainer or star figure. And you know? i like, I don't know. I'm still not used to it. And um, I don't feel like the music doesn't match, like match the vibe. Like he could, like I feel like the music that we want, he can make, but he chooses not to make it because
2: yeah, it's very much pop influence now, like Mm -hmm. disco, um, a little bit of techno to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I it's just not the same vibe, and it's still being passed as R and B because he has brown skin. So um, that's another topic.
0: Um, let me get into some other releases. So in terms of singles, uh, we got Ann Clemens and Kalani with Section, 2 Chains, 42 Doug with Million Dollars Worth the Game, uh, Earl Sweatshirt with Titanic, Moon Chow, and Layla Hathaway. What's the name of that song? The name of that song is Tell Him. And um, we have G. Perico with Hurricane and the Queens cast. And Remy Ma with Lady Z strikes back. I actually heard the Queens cast and Remy Ma song. That that joint hard. Like Remy Remy Ma had some bars on there. I was like, okay, okay, maybe the
2: way Mimi
0: actually, actually want to watch the episode with Remy in it. And see how see what's happening.
2: Yeah, the way um, that's the show on ABC, right? Queens.
0: Yeah, it's Brandy Eve and um, who else was on
2: that
0: show? Notori. Notori is on that show, and and the Latina woman
2: i i need to get into that show i haven't watched now one episode because i don't really like musicals like that (laughs) yeah um
0: it seems like a good great concept for uh a show though i ain't gonna lie
2: it's not giving glee vibes
0: no oh well i mean i haven't seen it so
2: okay because i've I've seen 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 snippets of it i I know Um,
0: that i i know that the show is about like uh these women who had a group back in the day and they decided to get back together like okay so i know that they're like definitely are musical numbers but i mean would you consider was empire believe vibes
2: it was yeah it was definitely a musical so, so like it might in, be in, in the pure essence of a musical like just gonna break out in song in the middle of a conversation i mean i guess <laughs> it would have to be if,
0: if even brandy are involved like
2: yeah i mean everyone you have Atari, that cast. Who was
0: low kim so she was a little kid back in the day in that horrible biggie movie
2: oh gosh but like everyone <laughs> on that cast um you know sound good respectively mm-hmm. so i've seen snippets of like some of the songs um featured on that show and they they do good on their own um i would just have to sit back and watch the episode um one show that i'm super excited for it to come back is atlanta
0: Ooh. so that's yes. coming back
2: in march um, atlanta
0: is coming back very soon and that's it and, it's right into the our TV TV uh segment by the way.
2: Oh awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited about Atlanta returning. Um it's been such a long hiatus, what like two, three years, like I feel like.
0: Too long, too long. maybe me <laughs> I, I, I I gotta go back and watch rewatch that season, honestly. Um
2: Yeah. And I mean, I I sort of like filled it in with Dave when mm-hmm. that was on. Um mm-hmm. And every it time is. I watched an episode of Dave, I was just like, damn, I really want Atlanta to come back. Uh, I really want Atlanta to come
0: back. Yeah, it. I feel like it's even disrespectful to compare the two. Like, when I watched it, I was like, oh, like, you know, you for me, this seems like a good show. Like, it, it seems like it was shot in the same type of style. Like, oh, mm-hmm. let's make an Atlanta type show. Like, I feel like that's what they, that was their approach. But when I watched it, um, sadly, it just what it didn't, didn't live up to my expectation of humor Uh. (laughs)
2: yeah definitely like if you listen to um uh his music I personally am not a fan of that type of like cheeky stuff um but the show works um in regards to like his whole persona and stuff like that like it makes sense like if Asher Roth had a show like that Mm -hmm. um
0: when he dropped, uh, like when he dropped had like a college show or some shit that would be.
2: Yeah, like it would have yeah. fit his whole his whole vibe. Um, mm-hmm. but Atlanta, super long, long awaited. Like we just it's just been too long, and I mm-hmm. hope that it's not a buzzkill. Uh, I'm not no she no no shade to Insecure, but like the last season of Insecure for me did not do anything for me. Um e- I was Um, was just
0: thinking about that randomly when I woke up I was like insecure kind of just
2: it was very drifted off huh yeah but in the essence of like where that storyline was heading I guess that's how it would be in real life like when shit is going right Mm -hmm. there's not drama there's you know there's like how you react to certain things is a little bit more milder um it's not as chaotic when you Mm -hmm. grow Um, as a person. So I'm assuming that was the vibe that she was going for. Um, but it was very lackluster for the viewers per se. Um, even the last episode, it was just kind of like, oh, this was that was it. Like, okay. Um uh, but Atlanta, I hope their season comeback is not dry, like I need some action, I need some something, like, you know, just to just to reel me back in because they've been gone for so, so long.
0: Yeah. Um, something else that I'm looking forward to that comes back actually is back. Well, w- once this episode comes out, it'll be once this episode is out, it'll be out. Euphoria. Oh
2: yes.
0: Euphoria is back. Euphoria. Um, that is a wild ride of the television show. I will tell you. Uh, yeah, was, and
2: I I've seen that they're um, not
0: expecting X-rated DeGrassi.
2: I have seen that Lil Meech is in that too, and I'm like, wait, what?
0: Lil Meech getting to the bag. <laughs> Shout out Meech, man.
2: So I'm interested to see what his role is um, um, in this show.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like there's something else. Killing Eve is coming back. I don't know if you've. I don't know if you watched that show. Um, that's with Sandra Oh. That comes. Mm-hmm. That's like a BBC produced show on Hulu. I'm looking forward to that. And there's something else. I don't know. There's a lot of Tyler Perry shows coming back, but I don't know if you watch, like the Oval Sisters. I think those shows are coming back soon.
2: Um, um I've been watching a lot of like retro reality, so like The Real World. Mm-hmm. Um, the oh, Challenge. this is us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, The Real World um, has done like two seasons of bringing back like older cast members. Oh, dope. Um, uh, so this season they have the first season of the real world LA Mm -hmm. um coming back and that's with Tammy Roman from Basketball Lives um and uh uh what's his name she's like the main one that just kind of like blew up from that season honestly um and so that's been going crazy that's on Paramount Plus if you had that um there's a lot of like racial topics on there and there was one episode that just went viral because the white cast members was talking about being called racial slurs, and yeah, <laughs> it <was a> <laughs> hey, you don't guy. say it either
0: because you Latina. <laughs> that was very funny. That was very
2: funny. He was like, "I was called a nigger," because he was called like, "No, you're <laughs> not." Like, that's not how it works. Like, not at
0: all. Sorry, ma'am.
2: Like, uh, if you haven't seen that clip already, just Google Tammy yeah. Roman Real World. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of like retro stuff. Um, that are making like a resurgence say like, the challenge as well they have a lot of like older um, real world people um, this season um, they have tech who was like a very popular cast member back in the day um, so yeah I've been into that shit
0: word all right well um, thank you for coming on to the show today Sam I really appreciate your presence Uh, Your back and forth has been awesome. And it has been a a wonderful experiment uh, to know that like my format works when uh, also including a guest. So thank you for testing that out with me. Um, Can you let the people know where they can find you on social media if you want them to?
2: Certainly. Thank you for having me. I I haven't been on a mic in a minute, so. (laughs) <laughs> appreciate you for having me um everyone can find me on social media at samantha shade yes yeah, shade like the singer um or the group i should say um on twitter instagram facebook same name um uh working hopefully on rebooting my podcast dope girl dialect or if you want to listen to that we have all episodes featured on spotify itunes or out Al- apple Podcasts. i should say um, anywhere you can listen to a podcast you can find episodes of dope girl dialect um yeah um, hopefully working on my own thing in a little bit so yeah uh, find me there i follow back i'm not a weirdo mm-hmm. so <laughs> thank you
0: no problem and as always uh some topics questions music and movie suggestions follow the podcast on twitter at vs my history and on instagram and the fan base app at versus my history Follow me on Twitter at Mike History and on Instagram at Last Name History. And this week's sound selection comes from Gunna. I am going to go with a lot of cake. So you stay beautiful, Black people. Stay wonderful. And uh, we will see you at the next episode.
1: A of cake, yeah. funnel cake, what is this, vertebrae, yes. diamond lens, yeah. cardiac, yeah. pockets fat, overweight, yeah. cannabis, cannabis, meditate, yeah. overseas, out of state, yeah. a lot of speed, no breaks, and low your feet. Be the case. case. Been shit that it clammed through. Yeah. Panorama, my bitch got a glass roof. Yeah. We pull up with them still like that bamboo. Yeah. Y'all put my mans on with your mans, do yeah. By that lona, we headed at Cancun. Major yeah. hook getting nuts at not No mechanic, but I got a lot of tools. Yeah. When you come from that zoo, you know how to move. I do shit that these niggas just can't do. Yeah. Get a spider, the hoodie, the pants, too. Yeah. I got beside you boxes in every room. Yeah. Playing watches are in the paddock, too. Paddock she from Cali, but she live in Malibu. Yeah. Super sexy and come with a attitude. Yeah. 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 Bitch got me. Daddy, oh, feel like Biggie, I'm going back to Cali. Oh, up terrace, no, this, not a patio. No. Hey, come stick me, hit me with the antidote. Yeah. I can sign you, little niggas, like Alamo. Alamo. In my business, little bitch, you a nosy hoe. Yeah. I tell Doug, he told Rush, for slumming the door. Shlone Ain't ho-o. no couple, you know, we get plenty more. Yeah. Set these pennies, now I got a penny loaf. Show they pretty, I'm tryna get in the throat. a cake, yeah. funnel cake. What is this? Vertebrae, yes. Diamonds, yeah. cardiac, yeah. pockets back, yeah. overweight, yeah. Cannabis. cannabis, meditate, yeah. overseas. Out of state, yeah. a lot of speed, no brakes yeah. And low your be the case, case. Ben poppin' shit, let it clean through yeah. Panoramic, my bitch got a glass roof yeah. We pull up with them sticks like that bamboo Y'all yeah. Yeah, put my mans on what your mans do yeah. By that low we headed at Cancun yeah. Let your hook get enough shit to you No mechanic, but I got a lot of tools When you come from there zoo, you know how to move Network, politics, politics. poppin' shit <laughs> Party kicks, yeah. high fashion, got a lot of this of Open this. ceremony, hot type of shit G- Pullin' road runs, cullin' in G- Or oh, yeah. the 6-3, MG Benz Swimmin' in the money, need deep end And in. I'm diggin' in your honey on the weekends But I can't stay long cause I gotta go Lookin' for a new bitch in the mind Call me one of AK, Mr. Got it on got It Don't take a whole my head, design her clothes yeah. If this shit don't move up, we gon' finish strong yeah. I can get them head up on my real Capone yeah. Come inside by and say you can't yeah. do no wrong yeah. Get some racks in your back and you bring him wrong. A lot of cake, funnel cake, what is this, vertebrae, diamonds, cardiac, pockets fat, overweight, cannabis, Cannabis. meditate, overseas, out of state, a lot of speed, no brakes, low your feet. Be the, the case, been poppin' shit, let it clean through Had a in my bed, got a glass roof yeah. We pull up with them sticks like that bamboo Y'all yeah. Yeah, put my mans on, what your mans do? Yeah. By that low low, we headed to Cancun yeah. Let your hook get enough, yeah, it do not make No mechanic, but I got a lot of tools When you come from that zoo, you know how to move